Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. I am your host, Sarah Heron. You know my guest today from season 23 of The Bachelor. She's the host of the Something to Share podcast. She was recently at that giant Bachelor reunion at Ben Higgins' wedding. Hi, Sydney. Hi, Sarah. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good to see you again. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? Such a good Thanksgiving. My parents came up from Virginia and they had never, because I live in Cincinnati now, I moved here last year in with a boyfriend and they got to meet his family for the first time. So it was a really like lovely week. They got to like get to know them and kind of give everyone the blessing on the relationship even further. So it was a, it was a great time. I love that. I feel like I saw some pictures on Instagram now that you say that. How long have you and your boyfriend been together? So with the pandemic, it's kind of weird timing line, but timeline wise, it, we started talking in March of 2020 and I ended up moving in in August uh, of that same year. So it happened pretty quick, but because we talked for three months just on FaceTime, I felt like way further along mm-hmm. than I have, would have ever in a normal situation. It felt almost like the bachelor bubble, how you have that short amount of time where you're really getting to know people. That's kind of what it felt like with me and my boyfriend. So I love that. Yeah. Except without, you know, other suitors trying to, yeah, no other suitors, no cameras, nothing like that. Um, if you take okay. that all away, then it is conducive to finding a relationship. <laughs> that is amazing. I wanted to run through a few quick bachelor nation topics before we get into Michelle's final four and now final three in the hometown. Um, starting with Ben's wedding. How was it? I know you, oh. And from The Bachelor Live on stage, right? Because you danced mm-hmm. and then you were at the wedding. I mean, it looked incredible. There was about 75 Bachelor people running around. Um, it was incredible. I, I got, like you said, really close to Ben um, from doing tour and Jess because she would come and visit for longer periods of time. Um, we were only on tour for a month, but we really did build strong relationships with Ben and then Becca and then all of the dancers that were on tour. I was dancing um, for the tour as well. So yeah, we really got to know each other really well and became good friends and just kind of stayed in touch even after the tour ended. Just, we had this little family that we built on tour, which was great. And as well as that, like we would go to different cities and we got to meet different bachelor people, some that I had met before or some that I had not met ever, like from like way past in the back um, season. So it was a great experience and I felt honored to be invited to his wedding. Cause I know that was like the event yeah. <laughs> of, 
a, a lifetime. It felt like, cause I, I mean, we, there was a lot of drinking that was had, but I, I, my boyfriend came with me and I was like, do you realize what this event is? <laughs> <I'm just being laughs> we will like, be in people magazine. Yeah. I, I mean th that he actually learned, he was like reading spoilers and things about the wedding and um, we heard people was covering it. So he was like, Oh, okay. So people magazine will be in there this week. Yeah. That's kind of interesting. And it's funny because he doesn't care about any of like meeting people that are famous or mm -hmm. considered well-known if you consider bachelor people that way. So he was just like very cool about it. And I thought he'd be more nervous than he was, but he was just like, you know what? They put their pants on the same way I do every single day. So it's going to be fine. I was like, okay, cool. That's a great attitude about it. But yeah, there was tons of bachelor people there, I guess. Someone had said that Ben originally wanted to invite like 800 people. Like the list was insane. Mm -hmm. And there were still a lot of people there, but they had to like cut that in half. Yeah. So I, again, felt honored for being invited. But yeah, there was everyone that you could pretty much think of. Like every corner you would turn, you'd see someone from the show. Like there was even people that I remembered from like Paradise a long time ago, but I couldn't remember their name. So mm -hmm. I was like, like Elise was sitting next to me at the wedding was like, who's, do you remember him? Like, I know his face. I don't remember like what show he was on. It's just like really funny. Well, yeah, we had a great time. They did a great job about keeping everyone out of their seats and yeah. dancing. Um, at one point I managed to make it on stage and it's kind of all a blur to me. <laughs> I love um, it. I guess there's videos of it. I don't know if I ever want to see that video. It was a great time. I mean, drinks were flowing. I had poured my many drinks on myself. So by the end of the night, I was covered in my own drinks. And then that's a the sign of a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. And the photo we took for people, I was again, covered in my own drinks. So it was just like very humbling. Um, but it was just awesome to just celebrate them. They're such a wonderful couple and, like very inspirational and the, especially the actual wedding, they had three different uh, pastors that were special to them and the things that they said about them. And then the way they brought everyone in, in the room and just like the love that was poured around the tent that they had was so beautiful to witness and just a great experience. And it was at Reba's old house apparently. Yeah. So, so cool. Like I talked about, <laughs> I just had, I'm a survivor playing in the background of my head. The entire <laughs> oh my God, time. Reba theme song over and over again. Yes. I yes, talked yes. to Ben like two weeks before the wedding and he couldn't even remember all the people that were invited. Like he was like literally like looking for Jess, like through the window to try to like give him answers. And she yeah. wasn't there. it was so funny. And then I also talked to someone who was at the wedding and they were like, it was so big that it was like, if you wanted to avoid someone, you could, but everyone was nice. And I was like, I want to hear that somebody got into a fight. Just kidding. I don't actually want that to happen. But yeah, everyone I don't, said like, that everyone got everyone along. Everyone was very happy. I mean, I think the alcohol had a lot to do with that. Cause I, I know there's like people who dated in the past that were there and like, that's weird, but I don't know. Bachelor's a weird little family that you kind of get over things like that pretty quickly yeah. as you end up running into them anyways. So yeah, there was nothing weird about that. It was just really all about like having a good time celebrating them and yeah, just pouring drinks on yourself, you know, <laughs> just like, living it up. Yeah. And it's funny because all the bachelor people are kind of in one corner, whether that was intentional or not, we just kind of all were in the same area. So I guess that happens with the people that you know. Yeah. That's awesome. It looked like a great time. Um, you were obviously on Colton's <clears throat> season of the show. Colton has yeah. a new show coming out this Friday. I may have seen an episode or two. Um, you have. I have. Yes. Did you watch the trailer? Are you planning to tune in to, to coming out Colton? 
That's so funny because actually uh, one of my friends called me the other day and they're like, have you seen Colton's trailer? I wanted to ask you a question about that. I was like, what? <laughs> what trailer? It kind of um, just came I, out, out of nowhere and then it's dropping yeah. on Friday. So very under wraps kind of thing. The quick turnaround. I had heard rumors about it way back when, when he originally was on Good Morning America and talking about like his story and stuff. And there was rumors that there was a Netflix special coming. And then those rumors kind of died down. And then all of a sudden, here it is. It's coming out Friday. So I did watch the trailer Mm -hmm. and I don't really know what it's going to be. I'm kind of interested to see. So I may watch just for that purpose alone, just to get, just to see what happens. But um, I'm sure there will be a lot of talk around this documentary. Um, How were the two episodes that you watched? Is it... Um it's wholesome. Is it? <laughs> it's, it? It's interesting. I kind of feel in my opinion, without giving anything away, I, it, the tone was kind of confusing to me because okay. there is some definitely moments of you feel for him and like some of the stuff about football and his upbringing and faith and everything he goes into. Like it's, it's hard obviously not to like feel, feel bad about all the, the, how he grew up and how he felt like it's just suppressed the sexuality and some of the mental health stuff. But then, you know, Gus Kenworthy is like kind of very silly. And so he makes it light. But then, like, mm-hmm. his relationship with his dad is very serious. And then the stuff about yeah. Cassie comes up naturally. And it, he can't really say much, but it, it always comes kind of full circle to that. And I can only imagine she's not thrilled that her name is yeah. dragged into it again. So the whole thing was, the tone was just kind of confusing to me and felt a little rushed. Because, like, he comes out to his parents on camera. At least that's how yeah. it's implied. So it's like he started filming this before he even told his closest allies that are family and friends. Yeah. Like, so the whole thing was a little... The tone was just kind of confusing to me, but there yeah. were moments of, I'm sure this could help someone, but then it's like, oh, Cassie, darkness, you know, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like, it's very layered. Like you really hope with something like this, because he has such a large platform and people really know who he is and are following his story, you'd hope that whatever happens from this, you hope that something good at least comes from him inspiring someone who's coming from a similar background mm-hmm. or feels the same as him. But with there's all these other layers to it, it's kind of, I hope that message is not diluted in all the other things. I don't know. Um, so I, I would hope just at the end of the day that something good comes from it, but there is like all the Cassie stuff and that situation that happened with them and they don't really address it that much in in public in the public but and I think they had an agreement that they weren't going to do that because I remember Cassie going on the greatest seasons ever and did an interview I think this is before they broke up and all the other stuff came out and she like kind of mentioned their relationship or maybe they're breaking up or whatever and he got really mad about that and they were kind of fighting publicly publicly yeah um and then so he didn't want his name mentioned, but now like her name has to get mentioned in this documentary that I'm, I don't know if she would have signed off on this or not. Like I would hope that he would say something to her about it since like she's a huge part of his story. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I don't know if this was discussed at all. From everything I've heard, she knew, like found out, I mean, it, you find that she didn't know about GMA. Like she finds out like she's not in it, the documentary and they have like a mutual friend who's in it and kind of confronts Colton a little bit, but from my understanding, and I don't know anything as a fact, but from my <clears> understanding, <throat> legally, like they don't communicate. So yeah. she has not seen this or like know anything. And he doesn't really say too much about her because he legally cannot, but mm-hmm. that doesn't stop it from coming up. And I kind yeah. of think it's a little unfair if he's, you know, again, it's, it's, it's such a complicated issue because there is the point of he could reach certain people and it's an, it's an interesting story. And there's people yeah. that would relate to, you know, growing up 
the same way he did and then feeling the same way he did. And that's unfortunate, but it's also, mm-hmm. you know, can't be brushed aside that he was accused of placing a tracking device under someone's yeah. car. That's pretty serious stuff. So very serious. Stuff, whether yeah. it was right to give him this platform, that's, I guess, Netflix decision. And then if people yeah. watch it, but I think it also, there doesn't probably need to be any more. It, it's pretty, conc- like it was too long to begin with in my opinion. Like this could have been a special, not a six episode. Yeah. Okay, so it is episodes, yeah. That, yes. And there's like random people in it. Like I saw um, Anyeka from our season was yes. like featured in it at some point. So I'm trying to figure out like what the through line is here. Was he just like visiting Texas and she was just having? I don't know. She I don't kind understand. of serves as the representation of your season. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know how many people from your season that they reached out to beforehand. Yeah, that's an interesting because I never heard that. And the people I still talked to didn't say that they were reached out to, but maybe they reached out to certain it's people. presented as like she's one of the first people who tweeted, I guess, like a support. Ah. Um, but I also think maybe, you know, not to be shady, she answered the call. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like he goes through each part of his life, his family, church, football, friends and then like the last one's kind of like bachelor and like public like after gma and she they just like have drinks and talk and it's a little bizarre because again i don't know why she could represent your season i don't know (laughs) i don't remember how far she got um but they i think they had just like a funny relationship i don't think they were super close romantically but i I guess i none of us really were if you think about it but yeah did you read hannah's book I haven't, but I am served so many TikTok videos of just anything (laughs) Bachelor Nation, whether I want to or not. So I've heard all of the things Mm -hmm. (laughs) or some of the rumors. That was a fun one. That was a fun read. I I was waiting for that book to come out so badly because I like read it like a month before. And when they, the the, the stuff about Peter came out early, I was like, oh, thank God I can like let this out. Um, Yeah. Yeah. She mentioned in the book, all she really said about Colton's season was that like, she felt like something was off. Um, Mm -hmm. And that it was like hard to watch herself be like aired as the crazy person, but then all of a sudden she was the bachelorette. So that was interesting. Yeah. But it, I, would, I would assume all of you had similar experiences of maybe feeling like Colton wasn't the one. I know you quit the show. So it's like, you know, <laughs> the same thing. Yeah. I mean, it, you feel for him though, because he must have been really struggling. Like, and it's for us on the other side of it during the process, we just felt like for me, I just felt like he didn't like me and I couldn't really connect with him or get to that deeper level. But now seeing it like all these years later, there was, he was struggling so much and like holding back on so much. Do you really feel for him? Yeah. Then it's like hard. Cause you like felt like you wanted to really get to know this person. You're giving yourself your all to this experience, but then he's really hold, held back from it. So I don't know. I, again, like good came from it. And he's like finally experiencing his truth and, you know, maybe it had to take that situation to get him there. But yeah, it, it just, he just felt very reserved during the whole process. Yeah. I thought he just didn't like me. So <laughs> <laughs> I think everybody felt that way. So you certainly were yeah. Um, And I also just think that, you know, yeah, it goes without saying, I think it was an interesting choice to give him this show or to, to move forward with the show so quickly after everything. And from my understanding, it started filming in November of 2020, which was like right after the restraining order was dropped. Cause they were talking to this producer about doing the show for Cassie and Colton. So it's just like a messy mm-hmm. timeline. And I'm hoping for her that, that yeah. she's, she's able to maybe log off the internet for a few days. Not that she should have to, but it, yeah. I mean, they're going to be linked. It's, it's kind of an inevitable. So for him to do this show, that was the risk he knew he was taking and he was take, he was putting on. So I don't know. Yeah. You can't feel too bad if he's ready to talk about it on the show. I don't know. I said it. I'm, I'm going to have to watch, I guess, yeah. to really get, you'll get the tone after the first like one, you'll understand what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Michelle. Have you been enjoying this season of the bachelorette? I feel like people love Michelle, but haven't been totally sure if they're all in, I think most of it is the fatigue of this show just never taking a break anymore. 
What yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly how I feel. And I felt so bad because I think she's a wonderful bachelorette and like has every single quality that represents that role so well. And I think she's stunning and so well-spoken and here for all the right reasons. But mm-hmm. I just, the back to back, I am, I'm feeling the fatigue like no other. Like I, I'd even started a few of the episodes and just like couldn't get through it. I had to go to bed. It was just like I've nothing to do with her. It's just, I, Plus, it's not only on the TV. There's so much happening on social media with Bachelor. Like this past week was nuts with all the things that came out. So it just feels like constant. So yeah, and and it's unfortunate because she is so wonderful and she has this great group of guys. And I have watched, like I watched last night's episode, definitely to prepare for this conversation (laughs) we're going to have. But um, yeah, I, I feel the fatigue like no other. And I think a lot of people are feeling that just because it was like paradise, Katie season, Michelle season bachelor. They already have the full um, promo out right now. He's like doing his press. And then there's rumors of the next bachelor. I'm like, Oh my God, so much, but here we are so much. And it is unfortunate because Michelle seems so lovely. And I really was kind of over it. I was feeling the last couple episodes. I was like, you know, watching it for my job more so than for fun, which I've kind of always done a mix of both. But this episode, even though nothing, like it wasn't over the top dramatic by any means. And I, but I truly can't remember the last time a final four was so into the lead and the families were, were, you know, there, there was a few moments here or there, but overall, like pretty (laughs) accepting of the process. And it almost got me a little bit like, all right, I can believe in love again after everyone broke up last week. Like it got me a little bit. It feels so pure. Did you feel that at all? Or were you just like, no, this is no. No, I really liked last night's episode. It was very pure, but it's just like a testament to the men and the relationships they have with their families. Mm -hmm. I mean, some are like a little different than others, but for example, um, Nate's relationship was a little different, but I, it just was very wholesome. And I, like, I agree. They really do have strong feelings for Michelle and the parents, I mean, you bring Michelle into a room, like any parent would love to meet Michelle as like their potential, their son's potential wife. Like she's, she's the full package. So, I mean, that just shows by the way, the conversations that were had and like the relationships that were built. So yeah, I thought it was a very wholesome episode overall. And I really enjoyed watching that. I've been pretty down on the guys just because I think Michelle's so great, but these four really did. I think they kind of won me over for the first time. We'll mm-hmm. go through them all. And I have, you know, yeah. still cr- criticism, not the right word. Cause I know it's just like an edit on a reality show, but whatever we have to talk about it. Um, but Brandon started off in quote unquote Portland, AKA they're all in Minnesota. According to reality, Steve, take it for what it is. His was actually filmed last and aired first, which I only mm-hmm. point out just because he was the only one we saw at the end jumping ahead where Michelle said, I'm falling for you too. And I don't know if maybe that was because it was filmed last and she like gave in or they just edited it out for other people. I don't uh, know. That's a good point. But I thought yeah. that was interesting because all of them said, I can't remember the last time they all said, I'm falling for you. They were all ready to propose besides kind of yeah. we'll get to him. I just really feel like they're all, all in, but starting with mm-hmm. Brandon, what have you thought of him so far this season? And what did you think of his skateboarding fail but his parents (laughs) I loved the skateboarding fail I thought it was just like so endearing because you want to go on tv and be like your best self and like feel like a professional and I thought that's what we were going to receive like because it was like a gnarly skate park it was like huge ramps it's like someone had to be really professional to go on there and he was horrible he was so bad um and he said it was because he was nervous but I was like he couldn't even get like two steps um so I loved that And the whole season, I mean, again, I haven't watched every episode fully, so I don't know all of the ins and outs. Mm -hmm. Um, But I just felt like he was, like, easygoing, like, always just, like, a solid there, not in the, like, the 
the front runner necessarily, but he was always just like a solid choice for her. And she always had a good time with him. So I think he's just been like the silent killer in a way, like made it this far without making too much noise. Again, haven't watched every episode, but um, yeah, I really liked, I felt like he really came out more and we got to see more of him on this episode. It was really, I don't know. How did you feel about him talking to her parents? Like, before they even got to the end and he was like, Hey, I have you here right now. So would you bless uh, us getting engaged at the end? If she were to pick me, like I felt a little like too soon last week's episode. You mean? <laughs> yeah. Was yeah, that last week? So yeah, I watched yeah. both last night. <laughs> yeah, no, I thought it was interesting because my whole thing with Brandon is I think he's super cute and charming and seems like a nice guy, but he feels like he's always been so all in on her. Yeah. And I never really knew if she was, but then the hometown date episode, I was like, oh, I think he, she really does like him. And, and I don't know if it was like how close he got to her parents or then meeting mm-hmm. his family and seeing that they are like, seem similar and like, they could go fishing, they could play yeah. basketball. Like she really family was see, her, see a future so great. Him. Yeah. yeah. And then with his, I said last week, I definitely was like, all right, buddy. Like I know hometowns are a week away. So she could technically in, in the reverse be doing this to your family. Yeah. But I was like, this feels a little forward. Like he is <laughs> all in a little too much. Maybe. Yeah. Is that like a criticism? Like, is it almost a red flag to be too into the bachelorette? I don't know. I don't know. It was just funny, the parents' reaction. They were like, uh, well, if she chooses you, yeah. then yes. Like, we're I just going to leave the decision up to her because we don't have a choice. Yeah, I thought that was funny. But I loved funny. his family. I loved his dad mm-hmm. and just, like, how jolly he was and, like, ready to go fishing with her family. Like, I feel like from what I've seen of both the families, their family the most could mesh well together. Totally. Um, so I really liked that. So that, like earned him a lot more points in my book just because she is so close with her family and that's a huge part of her life and like it's nice to see that those two could fit if they get to that place I agree and I also think I mean his, his brother didn't show up didn't like did uh delayed his trip to the navy that's like, huge like that's that is a big deal that's like life-changing that's and he really was like no I'm gonna wait I want to meet Michelle like that's I mean it's like a great testament to the brother's relationship and their respect and just like yeah, that they wanted to be a part of this crazy experience before he went on this other crazy experience. Yeah, and... like thank you for your service, buddy. And yeah, also, like absolutely. Wow, I didn't know that that was an acceptable excuse. To I say. didn't know you could do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know you could do that either. Like, I'm gonna wait a minute. I gotta meet Michelle. Like, yeah, this I have to go on the Bachelor with, 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 with the Navy have been like, no, 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 like not worth it. But because Michelle's cool, like we'll let you not go. Like maybe, yeah. <laughs> it was. I just thought that that was a wild thing to throw in. But yeah, his family seems great. Super compatible. I agree. And she was giving him some eyes in this episode where I was like, oh, like she likes him yeah. more than I thought. I thought it was kind of him liking her. But um, so maybe he could be the dark horse in this because to me, it's felt like Nate and Joe have been yeah. so obviously the front runners. But before we get to them, we got to talk about sweet little Rodney who went next oh my God. to the order of how it aired at least. The Apple Orchard. I mean, he's really had to quit the Apple arc. On this yes, <laughs> full circle with the apples. I love Rodney so much and I'm so sad to see him go. And I almost, I don't know if she's going to regret the decision because she seemed to be like very conscious of why she was sending him home, but I just like love him so much. And I think the dynamic of the house is going to shift a lot because he just was so happy go lucky and just like always a good time and always smiling and kept her like laughing. So that's going to be hard to send home because he was, I really liked him and I, I almost wish she was the bachelor. Uh, but 
I saw a lot of tweets last night of people being like, this was our final four. They seem so solid. They're all so in love with her that they're going to be heartbroken when it ends. And we somehow ended up with Clayton. And I, yeah. I don't even dislike Clayton. I just don't no. know. Clayton. I know nothing about Clayton. And yeah. I I'm her. wondering if that was intentional yeah. with them not showing much of him and they wanted to keep him a secret because they kind of did that with Matt's season. We didn't really know anything about him. Right. So it was, I guess, made for an interest. I don't know if it works. I don't know if they're just like trying something new. He also, Clayton, I don't know. He just reminds me a lot of Colton, just not like that side of the story, but like his Mm -hmm. footballness and like the way he looks and his like stature. He just reminds me a lot of him. Same. So I don't know if it's going to be the same season because they're obviously different people, but they have very similar backgrounds as far as like football and sports and body type goes. It feels like a Clayton, I mean, a Colton like do-over kind of. Yeah. And like even the poster that came out last night, of him like holding a bunch of the puppies. puppies. Did they do That's that? That's what Colton's whole thing was. Those puppies, constant puppies. I thought so. so. What what is that? It was I know that was probably a highly rated season, but I mean, granted, how things not obviously not insinuating anything about Clayton, but like a weird thing to like try to do over or bring back. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know how the decision was made. They loved him for whatever reason behind the scenes. Again, I think he's a, probably a decent guy. Maybe he'll surprise us all. Who yeah. knows? But I was really just expecting the edit the whole time to be like oh my God, you're going to love Clayton. He's going to get his heart broken. And he just like, wasn't really a factor in the season. No. I mean, we saw the only part of him we saw was like with the kids. Right. Which was great. But like, can can that sell an entire season? I don't know. Unless we just have kids around all the time for his season. And puppies. Kids and puppies. I mean, I would watch that. That is so genuine. Yeah. Um, But from the trailer. With kids and puppies. (laughs) With kids and puppies. And just women screaming at each other the whole time. So it's just What do you think of the trailer? Um... It reminded me of Colton's season because uh, he cries too. Because I like that is the thing that Colton was very open with, which was great. Um, and Colton seemed to be open with those emotions as well. So it just felt very similar. Um, I just always love The Bachelor just to watch the women. It's just like, I think it'll be a good time. It always yeah. is a good time. Just the, the fights that naturally happen between the women. So, you know, I think. They usually know what they're doing over there. Katie yeah. was still a choice I didn't quite understand, but she's provided quite the interesting aftermath. Asha, her? Okay, so after the season, has been more interesting than her actual season is all yep. the things that are going on with her. So that's so fascinating. So I don't know. Maybe they're just like, we'll just we'll have the social media side of things to tell the story from now on. But Yeah. Um, in Rodney's conversation, I think it's Michelle uses the word underdog, like talks about how he thought he was an underdog. And that was also just ironic because on Clayton's poster, it says everybody loves an underdog. What? And I'm They're like, stealing Rodney's life. Yeah. Like, and also Rodney, I love, but I, he kind of was almost an underdog of the season. Like he was so yeah. sweet, but I don't think people expected him to be final four. Clayton mm-hmm. is just like a straight white football player who was like, not really who people would describe as an underdog and didn't even yeah. really seem like in contention for Michelle. So why is that the tagline? There's just nothing that makes sense, but stole his line. No, no, there's like just not a clear storyline because they didn't really give it to us. So we're just like taking Rodney's line. But yeah, I, I will say the when Michelle sent Rodney home and was like, I don't want you to feel like you're not enough. Like, I really don't want that for you. And I really appreciate her saying that because that's like immediately what you think when you're leaving that show. It's like, I'm not good enough. The bachelor bachelorette didn't like me and I'm not good enough for a relationship essentially is what your head kind of wants to go to. But she wanted to be like, no, you were great. Like it just did. The relationship wasn't as far as long as the other ones, which is still hard to hear. But like, I really appreciate her. Like, really reinforcing that for him because he is so wonderful and I don't want him to have any hangups around relationships because he is so deserving of what whoever is going to scoop him up. Um, but yeah, I really appreciate that. And I, I don't think he's an underdog. I, I just think that his personality within that show tends to be like, 
not necessarily always the front runner because you right. yeah because he wasn't so dramatic and like pushed back within the season so yeah I agree with you I think that's a great point too and I, I love the way Michelle handled it I love the way he handled it you know like yeah you, you sometimes see a contestant especially sometimes when male contestants are eliminated they get kind of mean sometimes or yeah. like and, and he I'm not that I expected that from him at all but he was so lovely and like just upset and she was saying all the right things and it just seemed like a pure like I they seemed and she posted about him like seems just like a good guy you love to see that his mom is going to be heartbroken because she yeah. this was her concern she seemed like you know they were yeah. very close so she's going to be upset but I think Rodney's going to be just fine and with yeah. his newfound bachelor nation notoriety I think he'll be okay yeah, I, I love that he also said he was like, I'm going to care for you and have love for you for a very long time or forever almost. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> sweet Rodney. <laughs> I know, he's so sweet. Um, all right, Joe was next. What have you thought of Joe? Because I've had a hard time getting over this whole ghosting thing. I even brought it up yeah, to Michelle okay. when I yeah. spoke to her. Um, she seems over it. I'm personally not. I kind of feel like their whole relationship it's almost been kind of high school-y and I've been saying that, which mm -hmm. was ironic that then they went back to high school and quote unquote went to prom and did yeah. that whole thing because I feel like it's a little high school of like, you know, the guy who didn't want me, now he wants me and this and that. And he just comes off a little like, I don't know, not the maturest guy and the prom didn't make me help that, like that I've already had that in my head. Um, mm -hmm. What have you thought of Joe so far? Because people love him. He's just not been my favorite personally. Yeah, I... People love him because he looks like the guy from Grey's Anatomy. That's why people, oh he looks exactly God. like that actor. And he's funny. beautiful, but I, I just don't know that I've gotten to know him that well. I think the thing that really helps him is that they have such a similar background and upbringing and they played basketball and there's so many things that tie them together that they, they I'm sure they just feel like a piece of home each mm -hmm. other. The ghosting thing does bother me though, because- right. Like they could have dated before and he turned her down or he ghosted her and you don't get, I don't get over that. Like I haven't gotten over that for mm -mm. all the other times I've been ghosted. So I don't know. And it's almost, I don't think she's doing this, but then you wonder if like, you're just trying to like win him back in a way. Like, yeah, I don't think because, on purpose she's doing that. Cause she, like, yeah, she, like, down, deep know. down, those feelings could still be there. You I never know. So and they are like Mr. And Mrs. Minnesota, which was like yeah. their titles or whatever the hell that even means. Like they really <laughs> have like high school like that. And she, I think she calls him her slice of home. Like he's a safe choice cause it's Minnesota. Yeah. She knew him. They clearly have a connection in chemistry, but it also kind of feels like it's fizzled a little, like they were mm -hmm. really strong in the beginning. And now I feel like it's more Brandon and Nate are who she's like, her, her relationships moving forward, this has felt a little stagnant and maybe yeah. it started ahead. Um, and just that line, when he, he used that line of like, I've, I didn't have a girlfriend, but I've always wanted to do this. Like, this is my spot where he like picked yeah. up. Like, why was that your spot then? If you didn't have a girlfriend to do this, what else were you doing in the yeah. high school, Joe? Yeah, like, so weird. My, was weird. my boyfriend was like, oh, so he just lifted her up on the counter and kissed her. Like, what was that? I was right. like, I don't know what that so was. This is my yeah. spot, like sitting, standing outside the computer lab. It's like, can, yeah, like, I also just like bringing... I would just think about bringing my boyfriend back to my high school. I wouldn't have any emotional connection to that at all. Maybe he just had more than, but it, high school is a long time ago. So like, why yeah. are we still, I don't know. So yeah, I just felt very high school. And the only, the problem I have with Joe is the, the fact that he's so, it's so difficult for him to open up. And I feel like Michelle kind of holds back too on her emotions sometimes because she's very protective of her heart, which I respect. So I just think that's going to be difficult, especially towards this end here when things get really crazy. Um, if he's not going to emote, I mean, he even had a problem with 
like talking to his dad and I, you can see where it comes from and it's mm-hmm. like a natural thing for them to kind of like bottle up their emotions. Um, cause they're like, Joe even asked his dad, like, okay, do you have anything else? And he was like, no, I'm good. <laughs> which yeah. it could be a lot of things. Like there's cameras there. It makes you nervous. Right. You don't want to say the wrong things. You just end up saying nothing, which I feel like my dad would have probably been the same way if he were to be on a hometown. Mm-hmm. but for Michelle, like this is the time where she really needs to like make the decision. So she needs them to like really open up and he's still having a hard time. And it was funny because the sister-in-law seemed to be like the voice of the family for yeah. um, everyone or all yeah, the men at least. She was a star. She was a she was star. A superstar. That, that joke about like, I hope it works out. We're going to see you at the grocery store. The grocery like, store. <laughs> that was great. And she was like kind of awkwardly laughing and like, she knows what it's like because she's talking to her husband Joe's brother like he's clearly quiet too like I think it's part cameras part they're just a quiet family so she did kind of seem like the voice and Joe even said going in she's like you're gonna love Hannah and and thank god for her because if I don't the whole thing would have been silent I think if she wasn't there yeah I know there's so much in it but then you want Michelle to find the person and I because she is the way she is with like holding back a little bit she needs someone to like kind of push her out and I, I like I know she can talk about her emotions and be really open and like very concise with it, but I think she needs that extra help and Joe is not really going to do that. So yeah. he hasn't done it thus far. So it'll be yeah. interesting to see if like next week and fantasy suites brings out another side of him. Cause if it doesn't, I don't think that he'll do well. True. I could see an off camera, co- whatever happens between them off camera could be interesting because they do yeah. have like stuff to talk about. That would be maybe more personal from like Minnesota mm-hmm. stuff or like, because yeah, he seems kind of maybe to his family could clamp up and stuff. So I wonder if behind the scenes that would give her a good, good, good or bad of whatever happened, that could maybe be pretty beneficial for those two. He did say, I'm falling in love with you by the end. Another one ready to potentially propose. They're all in love with Michelle. I don't blame them, but it's like, damn, they're all in love with Michelle. Yeah. Like no hangups at all. No hangup. Nate, who seems to be the front runner is Mm -hmm. the only one who has a little bit. He's head over heels. You know, they're paddle boarding. They're being goofy. I've been very hard on Nate. I haven't trusted him. And uh-huh. a lot of people have felt like that. I actually kind of liked him. I think yeah. maybe it was partly like the promos that they were making it seem like something was going to happen, which never aired. Um, don't know what happened there. They like had this whole thing of him and Clayton, like fighting over who was an actor. Oh. Didn't air. Um, whatever. But Nate, I don't know. I felt, I kind of thought he was a little cocky and a little like too, whatever, confident in the process. And now this episode though, maybe it was also seeing another side of him and him being vulnerable with his parents. Even though yeah. he was the one least likely to like say pro- he was going to propose, I was like, oh, I like you the best, which is usually I'm like, get out of here if you're not ready, like fall. Yeah. Me. But he fa- I found him very endearing this episode. I agree. And I feel for him in a way because I, myself going in the show, I hadn't had any prior relationships or brought anyone home mm-hmm. or done any of those things. So if I were to get to hometowns, I kind of would have been in the same situation. But like yeah. my boyfriend after the show, he's the first person I've ever brought to my family and like said, I love you too. So it's the same kind of situation. I'm doing fine. Or at least I feel fine. And I feel yeah. confident in my decisions and I know what I want. And I feel like you, you can have that without having a lot of relationships. It'll just be interesting in this process if that makes him deter. Cause I feel like he was pretty confident about his feelings for Michelle and like the potential decision of getting engaged until his parents were like, but you've never said any of this to us before and you've never yeah. talked about this before. And I think they're starting to put a little bit of a doubt in his mind, which is okay. Cause these are things that you have to really think about. It's like a very serious decision, 
Um, but I do think he made a lot of big, great breakthroughs on that episode. I mean, he said, I love you to a stepdad for the first time ever. So maybe this will be like that one little thing that will just open the floodgates of him being ready and just like ready to say, I love you now to everyone. Cause that probably felt very good for him. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot, I'm sure that he's going through emotionally with just hometowns last yeah. night. I thought it was so interesting, you know, that his, his stepdad and his mom were divorced, but they're still so close that, you know, his, they were there. I thought that was like a beautiful thing to see. All these families <laughs> seemed great, honestly. Um, and with Nate specifically, it's like, even if this doesn't work out, like he'll always have that, like he'll have at least like one positive little nugget from yeah. the show. And sometimes when, you know, the families come on that might be reluctant or not, if they have like maybe a strained relationship, I always go back to like Dean Unglert where it's like, oh, did we just mm -hmm. do more damage by opening that up? Yeah. This felt like the reverse for once. It was kind of nice to see yeah. that maybe this, this process brought out some, not that saying that it doesn't always bring out something positive in people, but we saw it pretty, it seemed pretty transparent. Like we were watching it very real the way it unfolded. It felt like a real conversation. Um, and Michelle seemed to be proud to kind of be the girl who helped him get there. And it was yeah. kind of a sweet, sweet moment. And I think they could have a lot of success if they dated and didn't mm -hmm. do the pressure of the engagement stuff because, yeah. you know, we've been seeing some engagements not really work out lately. I know. Yeah. Well, and you, but I feel like Michelle really wants to get engaged. That's going to be a mm -hmm. big factor, but I agree. Like, especially with past seasons, it hasn't always lined up with engagement. I don't know why that's put so much more pressure on it, but it seems to. It's not like to. they rush down the aisle necessarily, though. No, because like, you're just engaged for, you just have a ring and it's yeah. sparkly and beautiful. Like, yeah. well, there's so much more pressure that seems to be applied to I, it. People like me ask nonstop, like, when are you wedding planning? But if we're not asking yeah, that's, that, that's we're true. Asking, that's true. when are you getting engaged? Like, those are the questions that are going to be asked. Yeah. You just need to, like, be comfortable in your relationship with your partner going into press or going into social media or whatever you're doing and be like, this is our answer. Let's check in with each other every so often. I mean, yeah. like, like I'm an expert, but I'm just saying like, I, I feel like they blame the pressure and the stuff and it's like, you're supposed to figure out how to communicate at some point like yeah. mm -hmm. behind cameras, not in front of on an interview or on Instagram because people are being whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's there so many are layers to issues it. to work through. So if you can't work through that, we're going to have some problems. Yeah. I even talked to a relationship coach on my podcast before she was like a a dating and love therapist. And she was like, I wish they had like a dating coach or therapist or with them the entire process, like, like especially going through the press circuit, just someone to turn to be like, okay, check in, let's go back to make them talk about it. Cause you, mm -hmm. that's what you do on the show. You always talk about your feelings, your emotions, you have all this time and you feel very solid. I'm sure going out of it because you have that time, you have to keep that going. And when the world opens up to you and now you have all these opinions and people like you asking all the questions. <laughs> and so you have to be like solid and you, yeah. I think everyone is coming out of it, but it's probably very overwhelming when all those other factors are then dumped on top of your relationship. Yeah. And you would think, I mean, it's, it just, it goes both ways. Cause this show is a, is a machine and it just kind of moves on and you turn, you know, it's like, unfortunate it didn't work out, but like there's five other people for you to root for on paradise now or watch, get ready for, but it's almost like AB, it would, it would, um, if they invested in that, it would make, cause I think people more so than ever, 2020 and 2021 have been tough years for bachelor, yeah. bachelor couples. And the, the success rate has certainly gone downhill. So I wonder, I mean, it always has been whatever, but I feel like it got solid there for a second. Like there was like a moment of like so many where you could kind of prove a little bit of that wrong of they always yeah. break up. And then all those couples have now broken up. So it's like, damn it. So Not all of them, but a lot of them, a lot of them. Yeah. And it usually the bachelorette or bachelorettes were the most solid and now they're very much not it's from past seasons. So I don't And plus like the show was investing so much into it. The fans are investing so much into it. So it's really upsetting when it doesn't work out because everyone wants yeah. a happy ending and you get it at the end, but then like a month or so later, 
Yeah. It ends. It's just like very sad. I know I the like Zach it. and Tasha one hit people hard because that I feel like that oh, yeah. was like everyone was kind of saying that was like the most sincere proposal they'd seen on the show in so long. I'm still confused. Um, oh, no. It just makes me sad. Yeah. And I, I feel like I've heard rumors or maybe Reality Steve was like, he's not, she's not going to talk about it until like after the, or the mental all next week. So they've been like radio silent on Instagram. Yeah about it so i'm interested to see if like what happened because they i don't know like because they just did the marathon together and there's like rumors like they were like fighting during that right. or whatever but they seem like from the outside perspective so great and solid and i mean yeah the conversation alone i go back to the conversation he had with her dad and it was just like felt so real life and solid and i don't know it makes me makes me really, really sad. Yeah, that was that that one definitely hit people different than some of the other messiness that has kind of transpired in the last couple of years. But hopefully yeah. for Michelle, one of these relationships, whether it's an engagement or not, works out. Um, before I let you go, predictions. What do you think is going to happen with her final three? See, I was thinking it was going to be between Joe and Nate. Now, after our conversation, I'm thinking it might be between Nate and Brandon. Mm-hmm but it's going to be really hard for her to send Joe home, like yeah. very hard. So I don't know. I think it'll be Nate. I think so too. But I hope that they really get like everything they need out of Nate these last couple of weeks because they've been solid from the beginning and they just seem to have like such a good time together. And I think if he moves past like the hangups of like, I've never said I love you to someone before. I've never been, like taken someone home to my parents if he can get past those and, you know, really dig in, I think that it would be awesome. And I think they would make a really great couple, but we'll see. What are you thinking? What are you feeling? I, I think the same. I thought it was Nate and Joe this whole time. Something about Joe feels like we're not really moving that forward, but I do think it's also going to be an emotional goodbye if it is goodbye. Um, yeah. And I think Brandon is going to be potentially heartbroken because he he's going to be heartbroken no matter what. Yeah. I know. And that's why... <laughs> It's so confusing again. I guess they picked Clayton before. I think they even waited for Michelle's season to finish playing out. Yeah. Out. From what I, I don't know this for sure. And who knows, whatever, we'll probably never know. But it's just wild to me because these guys seem so invested in her. And the, the formula used to be like heartbroken runner up, third place, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of plug in. And then they broke that with like Matt James and even with Hannah Brown, kind of whatever. And Katie was kind of random. And I think if we go back to that, like remember when, when Ben told Jojo that he loved her too. And like, we felt so bad <sighs> for her, but then she like looked so hot when she came out after the final rose and we were like, whatever, let's go Jojo. And she met Jojo. Yeah. Great. Like, I feel like that's like such a strong formula that I don't know why they're just like picking people out of nowhere and like almost maybe forming it a little. I don't know. It's, it's confusing. I don't know. And I, I don't, I, I don't get it. Yeah. Well, I think it's a timeline thing. And for whatever reason, we're just like pumping out seasons. I don't know why we're doing that. I think we could all use a little breath, but, or like at least fill it in with how they used to do like winter games and like those other shows, like fill it in with a little more like paradise type of vibe, then go back to the bachelor bachelorette. But we're just going season, 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 huh? two seasons of paradise a year like why can't we just put them somewhere where it's warm everyone loves paradise yeah it is such a good time it's just because you like you can get invested in so many other relationships and storylines it's just like so juicy i love paradise so yeah i'm down i think let's put it to a vote yes everyone i'll, I'll use all my influence the over, over at abc <laughs> and tell them that i need another season of paradise and to, i think but, i think we can make this happen everybody let's get let's get the car let's going. get it going well thank you so much i always love talking to you i feel like this was fun we covered everything 
where can people listen to your podcast when the new episodes come out and anything else you got going on that you want to tell us weekly listeners? Yeah. Thanks for having me. I always have a good time too. So, um, Sydney Latuaco is my Instagram, TikTok. It's L O T U A C O. And then my podcast is something to share. We have episodes out every Wednesday, um, bachelor people, cool people, entrepreneurs, all kinds of different, really interesting stories. So every Wednesday we have a new episode. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Here for the Right Reasons, Us Weekly's Bachelor podcast. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, tell your friends about this podcast, and come back every week for more Bachelor breakdowns. around you can find cars like these on auto trader new cars used cars electric cars maybe even flying cars okay no flying cars but as soon as they get invented they'll be on auto trader just you wait auto trader you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator